Martini bar. I heard that pounding. Rick was working out a pipe. Oh, it's, oh, did it come? Did it sound? Oh, that's okay. You heard it, but that's okay. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers. A lot of noise here. And we are all back at the Martini bar, which is very strange. We've been, a, yeah, we've been a fart for a little bit. Looking for a new bar space. Yeah, that's we made, right. We made you some remotes around the country. Yeah. One never knows. But you guys were at Comic-Con. Yeah. yeah. Let's put some music on, right? Yeah, let's hear some music. And we're going to get a chance here to hear about Comic-Con. And before we, while we do, Amanda Raven had her own booth at Comic-Con. Well, it wasn't my booth. It was Bliss Untapped Publishing, which is a comic book I'm publisher. I'm calling it your booth because you're but. dressed up and you had your comic. <laughs> I did. We had a big banner and everything. Awesome. That was awesome. I saw the photos. Mm-hmm. And uh, so how was it? Tell me about the Legion of Molly Doves. Um, it went really, really well. Uh, the feedback has been great. I mean, people that actually had picked up a copy, you know, I must have told somebody because someone had come by and said, hey, do you have that steampunk comic, right? It's like I told nice. I was telling you to get that. So I was like, excellent. Then we were at a, a Writers Guild party one night, and I was talking to this guy who's like, oh, yeah, I wrote Sweet Home Alabama and some, like, I guess. Oh, was it some Leonard Skinner, that guy? <laughs> <laughs> I the movie. Oh, Silly. And then some other stuff of things I, I didn't really watch. I can't remember what they were. But anyway, so he, he's a professional screenwriter. And he's like, oh, so what do you write? And I said, oh, yeah, I have a, a book and a script and a, a comic book. And he's like, oh, what's the comic about? And I was telling him, I said, oh, it's kind of like Sherlock Holmes meets Charlie's Angels meets a time machine. He's like, oh, my God, I bought that yesterday. Awesome. It's like, it sounded so cool. I can't wait to read it. It's like, can I like, write oh, you, you to tell it? you what I think? He had bought it. Yeah. Awesome. And I said, yeah, sure, absolutely. And he says, okay, great. And then he actually wrote me this last week on Twitter, found me. And he said, um, he says, oh, I really loved it. I can't wait for the graphic novel next year. It's, like, it's so awesome. You call, it, you call it the time meets the time machine? That's what I'm calling it's it. so awesome. It's it. some Eloy. But anyway, good good call with the uh, um, time machine. Didn't you love that movie? Huh? Rod Taylor and Eloy. And uh, what was the chick's name? Uh, what's his name? Was in it too? Um, uh, Mr. Uh, Hugh Bowman. No. No. Sebastian Cabot. Sebastian Cabot. Um, what's his name from Mr. Red? I just forget. Alan Young. Alan Young. Alan Young. Oh, really? I love Alan Young. He's awesome. He plays, he plays such a cool yep. part. Awesome. The part, he's awesome, yeah. Mm-hmm. That menu is beautiful. Yeah. On, the, on uh, you know, when he goes in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the future. But the, the great movie. Yeah. But anyway, I like that. I like that you picked that. That was cool. That was very cool. So you guys had a good time though at Comic Con. Yeah. Very crowded. I tried to get tickets and could not get tickets. I tried to get tickets for my oh, yeah, it's, it's, niece it's so and could insane. not get tickets. We'll get it was crazy. Next year we both may have a thing. Really. We both may have something to sell. sell and you, you had a panel, Rick, right, right? I did a panel on animation mm-hmm. that I thought went really well. Um, it was fairly well attended. Not, you know, it wasn't a sell-up. But it was, but I got good feedback from it. And Mandy, you were there. How, how what did you think of that? Thing? I thought you did. I 
thought it was great. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I came off good. Yeah, he was really funny, as always. Yeah, oh. people were commenting on funny. I was um, nice. just talking about animation, the state of animation today, and, and cool. movies I've worked on, and what, what awesome. I think about what's going on now, and I had to keep it clings as a family show. It says, <laughs> you're, it's on the back of my card, in my identification card, what you're looking at, it says, please keep in mind there are people in the audience under 18. Ah. So watch your language. I'm not that I cuss a lot anyway, but it was like, all right. Wow. Okay. Not okay. the usual martini bar talk. No, I was going to say, again, you can't use my bar talk. <laughs> so I had to play it straight. Okay, well, we're going to talk about Comic-Con, and then I have to tell you about a comment that we received from a listener, and then I have a movie choice for a change, which I got a little story about. Oh. Yeah. All the when we come back, Ed Rick's Martini Bar. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. Hello, this is Amanda Raymond, and we're back at Rick's Martini Bar discussing Comic Con. So if people want to know about the Legion of Molly Doves, how do they do that? Or how do they get your comic book, which you were selling, and how do they buy your comic it book? It debuted at Comic-Con, so we only had a couple of issues that we had actually printed out and brought. Um, they should be... They more than a couple. Well, I mean, we had a hundred. It's not that many. But um, we were, it'll be available oh, cool. online, um, hopefully in like October or November. Cool. As well as um, it's in the comic preview guide that's in uh, coming out in September, so stores can start buying it then and should be in stores probably around October. Awesome. We well, so. can put links on our website. Yeah, that's an Could idea. Get mm-hmm. links to our website, get people right. to buy it. And our millions yeah. of podcast listeners. So I will let you know when it's available for purchase. Cool, cool, cool. This is a good band. It's nice we get these guys in here with the, with the violins. And yeah, they don't nice. Use, wasn't enough, there's usually not enough room in the bar for a real band. Okay, like let me this. take care of the director issue. We talk about favorite directors, mm-hmm. and people say things all the time. Like when we oh, do oh, guitarists, don't, don't people, people will say, oh, the guy from Slayer <laughs> is awesome. <laughs> He's the best guitarist in the world. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they mentioned the director that we forgot, and I'm ashamed we forgot him. Because I actually like a lot of his movies, and he's probably the most prolific director. Probably a little too prolific. Yeah. <laughs> that, Very, that, that can be a problem. Yeah, prolific, yeah. especially, yeah. With, three movies especially with his um, adopted Chinese stepdaughter. Oh, okay. Woody Allen. Mm. Oh, I love Woody Allen. I love Woody Allen, too. He's been hit and miss lately. But he's awesome. Well, he's, you know, he's, he's won four Academy Awards. He's, yeah, he's great. He's one of my all time favorites. And, and he is like every year. He's, mm-hmm. he's got something. And Midnight in Paris was awesome. I love that. Yeah, well, that I, well, I liked, um, what was the other one? Um, the one after that. What was the one after that with uh, Alec Baldwin? One in oh, no, yeah, one in Rome or yeah, in Rome? Rome. Midnight in Rome or Min- so something Some, in Rome. What is the f- in Rome? I think. Yeah, that's just called in Rome. Anyway, yeah. and with the Zuckenberg, the guy who played Eisenberg, what's his name? Yeah, the Jesse, guy, Jesse, Jesse, Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. I get him mixed up. The actor with the guy, guy with the guy from Social Network. I can't remember <laughs> who's, who's who. But anyway, Zuckerberg, he was. Yeah. It was. I love that movie too. That was pretty cool. Yeah, but he's so, great. But no, Woody Allen for a while, man. I I never. I would go to the premieres of his movies. Like when they'd hit L.A., I would go that weekend. Yeah. Because he'd open them in New York and L.A. only yeah. for for a couple of weeks. And I every Friday, you know, when the thing would open, I would be at every one yeah. of his movies I never missed and, 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 and I would say that's probably why we forgot him was because he he's in New York and he's not part of the big LA no he's scene. not at all not at all and he and keeps winning awards it's like he's, he's, he snubs all this academy crap right. he doesn't want anything to do and with he it just, and he keeps winning awards and he's nominated I mean but every year since what 1970 I think every year he's been a movie 
I don't know. I mean, With I can't jack. remember the first Both year. Jack, oh, so he, first he won, he won Best Picture for Annie Hall. Yeah, and her sisters. He won Best Picture for, for, for or won Best Director for him. And something, sisters, or Best too. Screenplay or something. And Bullets Over Broadway. And there's been a lot mm-hmm. of them. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Oh, Manhattan. Brilliant, yeah. So anyway, apologies to Woody Allen. I'm sure he'll get over it. <laughs> he gets over That's the thing. He gets over insults really easily. Like, I'm sure. Well, he probably won't be, be a guest now. Speaking but. also directors, I watched the Blues Brothers yesterday. And uh, the now, last speaking scene. Speaking of hit and directors. The last scene, speaking of hit and misdirectors, you, you, you don't know how accurate you are. Oh, no, I do. Do you know who the very last, in the last scene where they pay off the orphanage, who plays the clerk? It was directed is, is by John him? Landis. Yeah. Did he play the clerk too? No, who who plays the clerk? Oh, yeah, oh I don't know. Steven Spielberg. What? Oh, really? Watch the movie. Okay. At the end of the movie, they come in and pay their $5,000 to keep the orphanage open. Right. Yeah. And the clerk in the Chicago is Steven Spielberg. Oh, okay. I didn't oh, that's know that. cool. It's cool. It's cool. And so he was in there, and then I looked it up to see if it was, and he actually was, was, it, was it he's credited. Is it, oh, it's credited. It's credited. So he, has, well, he has a line then. Does he have a line? Yeah, he has lines. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, anyway. Okay, so big. I'm kind of sorry about that. Um, yeah, it was... Um, a lot of big celebrities there this year. Hugh, we saw... Hugh Jackman. We didn't... There. You know, we stayed away from that part of stuff, like the like the. Holly I didn't go any, to any of the big panels, because I couldn't wait well, long. I had a booth, you, you know? know? Like, I couldn't... Yeah. Well, thanks. I, I had friends, my drink there. I had friends that had panels they had to go to, and I okay. walked, walked around the hallway. Well, let me tell you this thing. This is good for Rick and I. I'm just going to... Because I saw that Hugh Jackman was there, and I actually saw Wolverine, the Wolverine yesterday. Mm-hmm. Wolverine, Hugh Jackman, I think he's 45, 46 years mm-hmm. old, mm-hmm. just ripped. Yep. I mean, with his shirt off in that movie uh-huh. half the time. Uh-huh. How old was, Rick might know this, how old was Al Lewis when he played Grandpa Munster <laughs> on The Munsters? What a, what a jump from Wolverine well, to Grandpa ages. Al Lewis. He was comparing ages. He was probably... He was 43. He seemed like he was 60. <laughs> no, he was 43. Okay, here's another one. He saw, so that started me looking around this to other things. Brad Pitt, kind of a Comic-Con movie. was well, not a Comic-Con, but the zombie movie. Oh, yeah, World War Z. World War Z is kind of a Comic-Con type movie, right? It's a comic. Has anybody yeah. I don't think seen that. Is it good? It's awesome. I saw it. It, it is. Great. Oh, that has all the rubber people, but he's, right? He's 49 years old. Tom Cruise is 51 in Mission Impossible. How old was Wilfred Brimley in the first Cocoon movie? Wow. But he was in The Natural before Cocoon. The Natural before that. But in Cocoon, how old was I'm gonna Wilfred say, I'm going to say 55. 51. He's the same age as Tom Cruise. Is right. Oh, okay, that's crazy. (laughs) We actually saw Bats from the Natural at the Baseball Hall of Fame when we were in Cooperstown. Really? Yeah, they had the Wonder Boy, Boy, man. (laughs) No. Yes. Yes. That was awesome. I I mean, I I forget. Give me a winner. You know, I love that movie like crazy. And he had his jacket and. Uh huh. Yeah, I was really geeking out. I don't geek out geek out over too much stuff, but the Hall of Fame, man, I was geeking out. That was cool. That was. Yeah, Mel Ott's uniform and Willie Mays. The only thing I don't like about that movie. Mm Hmm. 
And the whole thing that I don't like about that movie mm-hmm. is why couldn't they have called it the New York Giants or the New well, York Yankees? I think or the New I, York. because Bernard Malamud, who wrote it, probably they, I think he wanted to be a fictional team. Okay. To keep it fictional, to not so have it's a not, fight over. Yeah. Ops. Yeah. Because they had the Whammer, who was totally Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth, yeah, totally. And that guy was great, man. Yeah, it's only great. he only had a couple of. I forget who the guy. Joe Don Baker. Joe Don Baker, yeah. Okay. He was great, man, in, great. in that role. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, enough about that. We have to take another commercial, and I promise we will talk about Comic Con when we come we back at Fix Martini Bar. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. We are back, and the band is really playing fast now. I'm getting, you give these guys a couple of martinis, and they really step up the tempo. Uh, anyway, so back to Comic Con. Um, we we went to a lot of parties. We went to a lot of parties. Probably more parties than we've ever been to, huh? Only one real bad one. We wanted to mention what that was about. Oh, I want to hear about oh, it. It sucked. It sucked hard. It was awful. Really? What was the, the best cr- party? The Crab Shack yeah. party was terrible. Anyway, what was the best party? I think the Dreamworks party was the best one. Yeah. Dreamworks. Because they knew a lot of people there. Dreamworks. It was really cool. Was Jeffrey Katzenberg there? No, he never goes. Oh, okay. Um, it was very classy. And plus, I knew a lot of my friends were there. Oh, I, I, awesome. I, I, have, I read Amanda's post about your train trip down there. Tell us about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was on the train yeah, with uh, Seth Green, too. Will Wheaton. Um, that is awesome. They took the train. David Blue. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they, we're all just like hanging out in business class on the train. That is so cool. So, really did you, and so you just got on the train at Burbank to San, to yeah. San Diego? And I'm standing there. I'm like, wait a minute. That's Will Wheaton on the train tracks doing a Vine video right now. <laughs> Doing a what? A Vine video. <laughs> he was? He really was? Yeah. He was sitting there like making a big face and going like, ah! And then he did this little video thing, and then he got off the train tracks. But. <laughs> oh, yeah, awesome. so like, dude, right. come on. I love Will Wheaton. Yeah, he's awesome. He's really cool. He's a really nice guy. Cool. And so what was the best party you went to? DreamWorks? Mm-hmm. That was a really Who's good there? Who did you, who did you just... Well, my friends. I mean, Rob Minkoff was there, and the director of Turbo, Dave Soren. Oh, yeah? And so I got to tell him how much I love the movie, because I love Turbo. I think did it's you a like really that? good movie. Yeah, I think it's a really good movie. I don't know I what it's doing. It it's good. I really recommend it. I really it. thought it's, it was it's, cute. I'm it's like a real sincere story. Right. It's not, you know, it's not a typical crazy effects chase. I mean, the, you know, he races. The, 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 I'm not going to give away what happens, but, you know, he, yeah, he's yeah. in the big race. Yeah. And that's really action-packed and cool. But it's a really sincere, heartfelt story. I remember you told me that horses, when you did, uh, what did you do? You, what did you do with horses? Were you, I know, maybe when you did the camel. And, oh, yeah. And you told me horses are really hard to animate because their yeah. eyes are so far from there. Well, that's what, yeah, that's well, like, right? we're going to do that movie uh, Spirit. Spirit. Right. Okay, and which is great and whatever, but it's like it's, it's tough to do. A lot of people, the reason they don't make a lot of animated horse movies is because the eyes are like four blocks from the mouth. <laughs> And they're wide apart. I mean, if you're going to yeah, do a real, you know, if it's quick draw McGraw, that's okay. Right, but right. in a real horse, the eyes are way up here, right. and the mouth's way down there, and you're like, right. you can't, close ups, you're like going back and forth because you want to see everything. Right. So it's the way their, you know, their anatomy is not geared. But turbo is good. Turbo but animating tur- snails is easier with the eyes on I love the I love the animation on the snails. I really do. Really, it's really cute. cool. Yeah. yeah. The humans are, you know, whatever, they're hit and miss. But the snail stuff was, it was just, it was very 2D. Eyes are far away from the mouth, though. Not that far, and they're, they're far really big. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. They're very big, and they're you know the mouth is very expressive. 
very rubbery because well, it's, it's cool a snail. It's because the, the eyes are sticking out on their little, you know, antenna, antenna things. Antenna There's all these cool things that you can do with the eyes. You get them expressed. You can get, oh. you can get oh. Some of the snails can get a ball game, too. Good if point. You, if they're figured just right, you get to pick up the ball game. Nice. So some of them are listening to the baseball game during the movie. <laughs> I know it. Because some of them are, like, cross, and you can tell when you're cool. trying to pick up a signal. Got the reception, yeah. So, yeah. so what panels did you guys go to? When you didn't, when you weren't at your booth and you weren't at your panel, right? what'd you go see? I didn't go to many again just because I didn't want to be gone for very long and the lines are so ridiculously I, yeah, long. I Unless you know somebody. I out like two yeah. days before the panel. We went to the Rick's panel. Age, we went yeah. to the Roger Rabbit 25th anniversary That was a good panel. one. That, that was, was a really real fun. good one. Yeah, a lot of my friends are on Roger you know, All my friends, everybody I know were, you know, on Roger Rabbit were friends of mine. So the panel was huge. Got a great turnout. Wow. And then I get to talk to everybody who hung out in the hallway afterwards Cool. for another 45, 45 mm-hmm. minutes or whatever. And that was, Any that was pretty voice great. actors there? Um, Kathleen Turner was the voice there? She was a voice, but she wasn't there. Um, uh, Charles Fleischer, who did Roger's oh, yeah. voice. There. We're he's, Facebook buddies now. He's a, Charles Fleischer? You are? Yeah. Charles Fleischer? We're going to have like coffee. Him. You are? Good yeah. shit. He's, he's a really funny guy. He's yeah, just he a is. stand-up comedian. Yeah, yeah. And he was he's good. good. And he was, like, on. He was so freaking funny. He was great. Funny. And Don Hahn hosted like, <laughs> it. And Don Hahn did a really nice shout-out for 2D animation. Like, listen, he goes, people are like, we want to see more 2D. And blah, blah, blah. he goes, look, it doesn't matter, CG or 2D. It's about, it's about stories. It's not about CG. He said, we can just do just, just as well doing a 2D movie with a great story. And he goes, yeah. his, if I have anything, he goes, we were, he said, there will be another 2D movie if I have anything to say about it. So Honestly... If I was Pixar, tell me if this would not be. Because you know. I'm, I'm way ahead of you. They've already thought about it. They're going to do a 2D? I'm not saying they're going to do a 2D, but they have thought about it. Because okay. they should. They've talked, about, they've talked to Brad Bird about doing a 2D movie. Now, whether it's going to happen, I don't know. Because they are awesome with story. I mean, right. that's... Yes. Exactly. And that's, that's, that's what could bring are, it back. It's yeah. all going to be about a good story. And, and you know, when they did and John this... John Lasseter has got to be a fan of 2D, He right? does like 2D. He loves 2D. Okay, they and they did this it. great short called uh, Day and Night. More movies. Day and Night a couple years ago. It's brilliant, short, great use of 2D. It really feels new and fresh. And that's what we, it's going to have to be like that okay. for it to survive or come back. Okay. I have to do my movie recommendation mm-hmm. real quick here because we're almost at the end. The um, So I'm riding my bike. I'm in Los Angeles, which is rare for a weekend that I'm in mm-hmm. Los Angeles. And I'm riding my bicycle. And um, I stop. And there's a guy that I know and two other guys wearing spandex and bike suits uh-huh. with bike helmets. Mm-hmm. And I'm wearing cargo shorts and a T-shirt. And a backwards baseball cap. Exactly, a really? backwards baseball cap. <laughs> and so anyway, he's with, a with, chair. A, with a D on it, right? He's a chair. And he's, he had listened to our podcast, and we talked about the podcast uh-huh. for a little bit. And he's he's a guy that I know from my gym mm-hmm. that I used to be a part of. So we talk about the gym a little bit. And anyway, he asked me, he's like, first of all, he made fun of my bike because it was so old. Then he made fun of what I was wearing. Aww. You shouldn't put the cards in the spokes, Jerry. Well, here's what I, you here to put the baseball cards in the spokes. That's very so that's old school. This is a good reference that I made. I said, this would be like, I said, I'm just out riding and get a little exercise. It would be like if you said, hey, let's throw around a football. And I went in and put on pads yeah. and a jersey. Yeah. I said, you guys are like wearing I wouldn't play with Shizano. French, Italian <laughs> stuff right. like that, and you're mm-hmm. riding your bike and for... You, and just going down to the Ralphs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's overkill. It's called overkill. So anyway, I said, 
okay, and see if you get this reference. So I said to these guys, and these are all 40-some-year, 40-plus-year-old guys, Mm -hmm. and I said, next time you see me, I'm going to wear a shirt that says Cutters. Uh, When you said Chinzano, I was thinking of breaking breaking away. So anyway, he's like, they look, they, they like, shut up, and I'm like, breaking away. They don't know what that is. They're like, what's that? And they thought it was Breaking Bad. No. And I said, no, Breaking Away. And they're like, eh, I don't know it. Don't know it. Don't know it. And I'm like, it was nominated for a Gabby Award. Yeah. You guys are writing bikes. In fact, I think it won for screenplay. Yeah, I'm like. Steve Tish. And it was directed by Peter Yates, who did Bullet. Yeah. I mean, it was like an awesome movie. And they didn't know. And they didn't know it. And I'm like, you guys... You know, but people, people see movies. We, Jerry, when we go to movies, we, we watch all the details. We watch, we watch Diner like 50 times. We know every line in the movie. <laughs> we don't we? And so we do. when we, movies to us are different, are different to us than they are to other people. Okay. They don't remember details. Okay. Now, see if you were being as assaulted as I was. So this is what one of the guys says. This is a guy I didn't know. I knew one guy from the gym. Mm-hmm. The other guy didn't know. He said, oh, is it like Quicksilver? <laughs> and uh-huh. I said, that would be like if you asked me if I knew Michael Jackson and I said no, mm-hmm. but is it like that Rockwell, somebody's watching me guy? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's a good, that's a good uh, well, no, analogy. Because then they said, who's Rockwell? And then I, really? <laughs> and then I was like, forget you guys, I'm leaving. I got to go. <laughs> and so I left. But, you should have hey, let the air of your tires. That's my movie recommendation. Is, oh yeah, um, I'm all over that. We met, I met not breaking we met Dennis Christopher. Not, met. Yeah, not breaking dogs, <laughs> not breaking bad. Good point. Well, we met Dennis Christopher at the Oscars. Oh, you did. He's a super nice guy because I, I recognized him right, and I'm like, God. And he's, he was hanging around. He was, he was saying, a Jenga. He was talking with yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's talking to us, and he's, he's kind of talking to us. And I keep looking at him, like I know I recognize you. I mean, it's for some, from something recently, but also you look really familiar. Yeah. And so I said to him, I said, you know, I know you, and what the heck? he was. Was in Django. I said, right, but you were in Breaking Away. Man. Yeah. I said you were. He says, yeah, I was in Breaking. I said that's what I remember you from. I mean, yeah, yeah you were great in Django too. Yeah. I remember you now. He had kind of a small part, yeah, but yeah. In, in Breaking Away, he's the star. He's a star, Pete. Yeah. Or he, was, he was a huge. I but mean, yeah. for a while, he was real hot. Oh, he's you know? great. But he's a really, really, really nice great guy. Actor. I really yeah. liked him. He's very friendly and very cool. So. Four. That's another podcast. Though. <laughs> that's another podcast. So for. The lovely Amanda Raymond. A.K.A. Molly Dove. A.K.A. Molly Dove. The lovely Molly Dove. And Rick Farmo. My name's Jerry McCarty. Thank you for being with yeah. us. Join us next week. Got Rick's back. Get you guys. Down to Ricky's play. Where the girls are refined. And the men have good taste. A subtle joke. A touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing them down